Start this and we are rolling. Oh. Rolly on my wrist. Speaking of wrist, did you smudge off the little sharpie? Oh no, it just came off. Cannot be doing an interview with that there tomorrow. Psychiatric interview. Yeah, probably not. No, bad look. Um, it's almost gone. I'll try to remember in the morning. Did you scrub yours off? I tried, bro. It's just still there. Damn. I was gonna like scribble a patient note over it so they think I'm actually being efficient. I think she put a sticky note over it. He's like, oh, this is just a reminder. <laughs> Use that as a reminder? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I have this appointment later today. Tell them what happened tonight, bro. Uh, tonight, we did some crazy stuff. Um, and by crazy, I mean we, second year medical students in the middle of our rotations, drove an hour to go to a concert, which was honestly smaller than I expected. But that made it even feel more special, I think. Uh, it was Baby Keem. We drove to Rhode Island. An hour there. Um, got there. Had the time of our lives. I agree. We were both in our first mosh pits ever. I got punched in the face in the middle of one. Um, we fucking... Everyone was got... Like, it was just so sweaty and sucked so loud. And the music was so good. And you just, like, literally forget about everything going on in your life. And you're just, like, right there. And then you crash after. Once you leave, you like get depressed. But it's good. I had fun while I was there. <laughs> I'm not depressed. I'm on an all-time high right now. When's our shelf? Uh, next, next week. Next Friday. And we're out here just living life, being ourselves, enjoying the moment. Yeah. I think that was a lot of fun. Yeah. We'll definitely do it again, right? What are some reflections on the spontaneity of what we did in the setting of an extremely stressful year? Okay, so I have to disclaimer. It wasn't that spontaneous for me since I bought the tickets like two months ago. <laughs> you were going to sell them. But I was going to sell them. Uh, I didn't think anyone was going to agree to come with me, especially since the last concert that Baby Kim held in Detroit broke the floor. So it would, it would seem like a dangerous idea to go see him. You know, you don't want the floor breaking under you. Um, while you're in the middle of match pitting, you would actually probably die. But regardless, <laughs> point aside, um, yeah, no, everyone in the house said no, but Barat, I had bought the tickets like a long time ago and Barat, obviously said yes because he says yes to all the spontaneous things on the planet um but no it was obviously like difficult for him to come out because he you have what are you worry on right now what's your I'm, at, I'm in, uh, impatient i can't even talk right <laughs> so i'm doing 6 a.m to 6 p.m basically every day in what rotation pediatrics pediatrics yeah so he's busy you know and then he has to study when he comes home um so that was very spontaneous more spontaneous of you than it was for me i think because I'm kind of done studying for psychiatry. <laughs> I'm d- I think I'm done. I'm done enough to pass. Yeah. Yeah, but it is doable to have fun in med school. 1,000%. Like, that was probably the most fun I've had on a weeknight in years, probably, yeah. to be honest. I'm not, exa- I'm, I don't, I'm maybe exaggerating right now just because I'm in the moment, but I thought, I, I don't know, it felt like a lot of fun. I agree, dude. I think what adds to how valuable the experience was was just like how kind of in the midst of a, of a stressful time it was. Like, I keep emphasizing that point. But, like, people, when they, like, when they, they feel like when they're in the grind, like, they can't do anything else but, like, focus on the hustle mm-hmm. and, like, do their shit. But they don't realize that if they take a step back, they'll actually, you know, hit, back, hit it back stronger. You know, we'll hit the ground sprinting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Morale will be up. We'll have, like, had a nice break. So, yeah, man, excited for the week now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I was, like, actually on the drive back. I was thinking about what, it, like, how much fun I'm going to have tomorrow in the hospital. Yeah. Like, it's going to be fun, which is weird. Yeah. Because it's actually not that fun. <laughs> no, because you know what? We're going to walk in, all the residents be miserable, complaining about mm-hmm. 
how tired they are. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm tired, but I had a great time last night. Mm-hmm. And I gotta put things, put things in perspective, too. Like, you yeah. can't take everything too seriously, which is what you're saying, I think. Exactly, bro. Um, I don't know how you're gonna manage to do that next next rotation, though. You got surgery. Yeah, I'm not gonna be going to you, no baby chemo. I mean, you said you're gonna go in full strength, one meal a day, not take a single weekend off. What are you gonna do on the weekends? Do in surgery? Yeah. Probably sleep. sleep. I I don't anticipate sleep sleeping much during the week. Is it really that bad? I, I don't know. I think it depends. Like, I think if you don't care about surgery, it seems like you can probably... Finesse. Like, leave as soon as you think you can leave and, like, spend, like, 10 hours there every day and maybe 12 and, like, go home and you're not going to study too much. You're that's just gonna, on the low you're side? You're going to study to pass. Hmm? That's on the low side? Ten that's Yeah, that's... Yeah, probably. Damn. Yeah. I think it's going to be, like, 12. Average. You're going to be hitting that for 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of weeks. Like you get there, dude, more than twelve. You get you wake up at four to get there at like five, let's say. Well maybe we wake up at four thirty. I don't yeah. know. We'll get there at five. To pre round on your patients, to round on your patients at five thirty with the team. And then you get an OR and don't leave until what? Five, six, seven. <laughs> See how are we gonna replicate this night in the in those future stressful situations? I think what's gonna happen is we're going to be, most days we're going to be just like come home and you're like dead and you're going to have to study and it's going to be a fucking grind and you're going to be able to have time to eat, work out, literally. Like you're going to have to choose eat, work out or sleep <laughs> every night or study. Um, and then there's going to be a night like a couple of weeks in where you're like, you know what, tonight I'm not doing anything. You just come home and you watch like Rick and Morty and you Stone, just like... eat some canes. No, no, you, we don't do that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and you... Uh, <laughs> and you just like... Just like hang out. And I think that is going to feel great. Yeah. Great. And I think the weekends are going to feel great, actually. Like getting that extra sleep in. Do you get all the weekends off? No. <sighs> I, I, it's different in every hospital. I know the BI, we have to do two call weekends. Just two out of 12. That's 24 nice. hour call, though. That's, that's kinda, bad. Bad. That's pretty but bad. But see, I'm excited for that. Like, how often do we get to, like, does a human get to work for 24 hours straight? When's the last time you've done that to yourself? What, like not sleeping? For 24 hours. I did that, well, my most viral TikTok, actually, was uh, my last all-nighter. Really? <laughs> yeah. What, that, what was that for? That was last year. I don't, I was studying for one of the exams in undergrad, in, in, uh, in First pre- year. preclinical, yes. Think about trivial how those were, bro. They meant nothing. I mean, I wish I studied more, dude. Yeah, I really wish the only ones that I could have studied for more I felt like like H1 and H2 yeah just that yeah but I didn't I'm just saying like I wish that's I did true, that's true <laughs> yeah but it's alright I think I think I'm I'm where I'm supposed to be for myself like probably, I think this is ahead. I don't I mean I'm where I'm supposed to be like I think the challenges that I'm facing because I didn't study are challenges that I need to face mm-hmm. and whatever your challenges you're facing are probably the challenges you need to face to grow yeah we all have different challenges dude What's, like, the sweet spot for, like, when are we going to say, fuck it, I'm not going to do any work today? How many of those per week? That's hard. That's, it's or, how many of the, or how many of those per month? It's up to you. You get to I'm decide. do once a week. Bro. And it's different for every person, too. Yeah. I think, that, but that's what's hard about living with six guys. It's, like, there's, I think it's a little bit difficult for me, at least, to calibrate, calibrate myself on my own standards. Because there's always someone doing something, mm-hmm. so it's a little hard. For, like sometimes, it's not me. sometimes it's always <laughs> him. <laughs> it's always, so it's hard for me to like 
be like, oh, like, should I be having fun right now and take a break, you know, because it's easy for me to compare myself to you guys because we're all, like, kind of on the same path. Oh, so you're comparing yourself to, like, people who are relaxing, not people who are, like, grinding harder than you. Well, both. Oh. And at the same rate, when you guys are grinding hard, I'm like, ooh, should I be grinding hard too right now? Yeah, it's natural. And some days I'm like, yeah. So, like, I grind hard because someone someone around me is grinding hard. And some days I'm like, no, I, I think no. I think I'm going to stick to my... To my to my relaxing today. Yeah. I definitely, I feel like a, like a, when I pass by someone doing Aki or something in the house, I get like a tense of anxiety. Really? And then I'm like, wait, like I, don't, I already did this shit like five yeah. times over. Yeah. I did my, you know, my my part of the bill and they can do theirs. Yeah. I'm doing it at different rates, different times. Yes. Then I just go do my thing. I agree. So we're not going to go out this weekend. I'm not, dude. <laughs> I need to sleep. You got it out of your system. Yeah, I'm probably going to be sleep deprived. That was off. But I mean, listen, bro. You got all Friday to sleep in. Saturday, wake up whenever. Do all your work. And then Saturday night. Like, but, but see, you're forgetting something. I also have to train two-hour jiu-jitsu on, on Saturday. What time? And at 11. It takes, like, most of my day on Saturday. That's whack. Yeah. Um, two hours, bro? What do you do for two, two hours? It's like two and a half hours. It's so fun. What is it like? Is it divided into like you walk in, you work out. After the workout, you do some training. After training, you do some sparring. We do two hours. The first hours is uh, like practice technique, and then the second hour it's is like solo. It, you're not is sparring. Grappling. No, 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 no. You're with other people, but you're not going hard. You just like you're just learning moves. Mm-hmm. You know, this is kind of like off topic, but not really. There was I was like curious about like acyclic liver prophylaxis for kids like intrapartum with mothers who have. Herpes. This is so related to what we're talking about. Yeah. And then the first study was like Valtrex prophylaxis in wrestlers and jiu-jitsu players. Because apparently they like if someone has herpes and you're grappling with them, you get herpes. No. And it showed an 82% reduction. And you can look this up. There's an 82% reduction in those who took Valtrex prophylaxis in contracting herpes. As opposed to those who did What is Valtrex? Valtrex is a version of acyclovir which is an anti-herpes simplex medication Mm -hmm. so once you have herpes it doesn't cure it but it like reduces viral replication so you won't get the virus as often um so mothers who are giving birth that have a history will take that so they don't pass it on to their child and then this study looked at wrestlers that's wild because apparently it's like an area of high transmission which makes sense like you but isn't it like saliva to saliva so, I mean, I can see it in wrestling, probably in jiu-jitsu too, not both. Like, bro, so you're doing like bro a, your hands, like, go yeah, places. Like in his mouth, right? And then after you finish, you dry your face off and saliva hits Yeah, you. like, your hands, bro, go everywhere. Like, you, should, you, should like you have to grab on people's pants and bro, you stuff. You start taking some Veltrex prophylactically, bro. I hope no one in the gym got it, bro. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be rough. I mean, chances, we all have herpes at the gym. what is it, like, 47% of people have it? So really? There's a good chance that somebody in the gym has it. You might just be in your prodrome. I'm going to go walk around and like s- sniff him out. Be like, mm, you, you seem like you got herpes. Yeah, yeah look, bro. Sniff. What, what are you smelling? I don't know. Herpes. <laughs> the herpes. Smell sniff. like herpes in this corner. <laughs> How do you get I'm not this? sparring with you today. <laughs> How do you get to this conversation? <laughs> talking about life and balance and then talking about herpes prophylaxis. <laughs> As he sips his chocolate milk. What, what kind of, what kind of, was that hood milk? Hood chocolate milk, bro. It's the best. Extra creamy. Where did you even get that from? The hood? Wegmans? The supermarket. No, here. Oh. Actually, the hood. <laughs> Hillside hood. Hillside is low-key the hood, bro. 
Except, bro, I fucking love living here, dude. Yeah, it's amazing. I feel like this is a home. Right? It's like homey. It's like home in Boston, which is hard to find. I, I like it more than any other place. It's not pretentious. Yeah. But it's a really nice house that we live in, honestly. But it's not pretentious. You, like, just fucking blend in with all the other houses. Everyone is so nice. And just relaxing. Yeah. A lot of young kids around, so it gets a little... A little loud on the weekends. Yeah, but it makes me feel young. It slows down the fast pace of Boston, bro. Sometimes that stuff mm-hmm. can get really stressful. Especially if you're like Cambridge side, people just like walk fast, bro. Dude, I don't like smart people. Everyone's like walking like they're on a mission to <laughs> cure don't... cancer and, and end the war in Ukraine. I mean, they probably are going to do those both yeah, those things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are two Harvard kids. One was 17, one was 18. And they built a website for like people in Ukraine mm-hmm. to try and seek support or something like that. Over, They did it in three days, have five hours of sleep. So here, all right, let's, 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 let's dive into this. Why did they do that? Because they wanna, they want people to be like, "Wow, look at these two Harvard kids really saving the world." You think so? You, you think so? Like for that's sure. why we, that's why everyone does everything, bro. Are you sure? Like, there's always what a, if they're really nice people? There's always at least a majority percentage of your motivation mm-hmm. being from external validation. Mm-hmm. See, that scares the hell out of me. I really like. I've been trying my best to not be externally motivated by things. Well, just think about it. But it's probably diff- impossible. Think that a biologic like this has biologically served us as a human race to uh-huh. really be successful. Mm-hmm. Like that's probably like our trigger to want to you know build things and innovate so that we can promulgate our race. Mm-hmm. Evolutionarily, it's good, so you don't have to like beat yourself over it. It's just it's, it's part of you, you know. I don't know as, I don't as, know. A, as a hominid. It just but okay. So here's but how I think about it. Right. So everything said is completely right. I want to add something else to it. So stoicism, as you. No, because you were a philosophy major. Uh, nerd. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> uh, is basically not listening to your biological drives to have these emotional reactions to things, right? Right. It's to like, go a step above that and be like, you know what? I understand that I feel angry right now because you cheated on me, but I'm not going to let myself get so angry that like I go do something that I logically don't want to do. Right. Right? So a similar thing here. I'm trying to not let those impulses drive my action, even though they can be really strong motivations to do things, because I have I believe that there is something else out there is another way out there to live that probably feels even more peaceful. Or more stoic actually. Mm. Like I'm I'm just gonna try to be good at this because I wanna be good at it, not because I want the accolades or like be the respect. I'm 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 not saying like that's like I'm, I'm sounding harder? like such a such a pure soul here. Like obviously this doesn't actually happen, yeah. but that's how I I think I like to think that's about what it. You're striving for. Yeah. But do you think that'll get you farther or less far? I think it will get me to where I need to be. Like the, I think that 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 also like for farther in terms of what like and on what standard on whose standard their standard, not yours. But then it comes back to you like damn I did this like, yeah, you know? and then and then that goes away and then you go do more. I, or what if you just keep focusing on just doing the thing to the best of your ability and, like, you'll never have to, like, look up to, like, you'll be so focused, you'll never have to look up to be like, oh, man, I did so much better than this person because because there's going to be someone doing better than you and you're going to notice them. And because you felt good about being better than this person, you're going to feel bad about being worse than that person yeah. because you're judging yourself based on a standard. But if you don't do that, you just never feel that thing. There's a video I remember seeing where... Yeah, it's like um, a homeless man's on a bike and he's looking at a guy in a car and he's like, damn, I wish I had a car. Mm-hmm. The guy in the car is looking over to his right and there's a guy in like a Rolls Royce and he's like, damn, I wish I had a Rolls Royce. Yeah. Rolls Royce is whipping it and he looks upside, he sees a private jet, he's like, damn, I wish I had a private jet. Yeah. 
private jets cruising over the lakes and he sees yachts. He's like, fuck, I wish I could afford a yacht. Yeah. And that's it. Like, you'll never... And the guy's yacht in the yacht is looking at the bicycle and like, man, I should take care of my health, <laughs> take care of my health more. <laughs> exactly. So, like, I guess when, when using external validation, like, when we're never going to be satisfied. No. It's and like, here's the thing. I think we'll still get to all these things with just... But with, like... With just focusing on ourselves, like I think I'll, I think I'll still be successful on the standard that everyone thinks is success mm-hmm. at some point, but it, it might take me a little longer. It may not look the same, but at some point, people are gonna believe my vision because I believed in it in so long, and that's what I think is really cool about these artists, like Baby Keem, J Cole. Like J Cole was just like this guy that opened today at one point in time, but he had to believe in himself that my vision is right, even though everyone else around me is judging my whatever I'm doing and thinking. On their standard and thinking that it's not that good but you just know he knows his stuff is so good that he's okay with it what's the correlate in our lives it's like damn i know i'm gonna be a great doctor <laughs> well that's a part of it like for example i'm being serious yeah. like i go to the hospital and i look at all these okay I've, I've been talking about this on my podcast a couple of times now so i see all these residents doing things their way mm-hmm. and my first reaction is to be like Obviously, they know what they're doing, right? Like, I like that's how I need to do. But then something back in my head, I'm like, yo, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right. And and I haven't, like, I haven't, like, talked about this to anyone. But, dude, I, I've had this incident happen multiple times where I would see the resident do something. I'm like, they're doing it wrong. Like, I know I can do this better. And the moment I get a chance to, like, talk to the patient, I, like, do it. And I immediately realized my, my, my thing was right. I need to believe in myself more. That's because residents are sheep. They just do what well, we could be sheep too, we, but I mean, but I'm consciously thinking about this, which is why you medicine specifically forces us to be sheep. Yes, because you perform, you're you're evaluated on a higher standard if you do what your superiors do slash did, even if it's wrong. Yeah, I mean, think about professionalism. Yeah, what, the, what is that? What is professionalism? It's doing what grandpa did. Dude, patients don't care about professionalism. Patients just care that you listen to them. That's literally all they care about. Which no one does that. You hear what they're saying to you and actually care about what they're feeling. And then do your thing after. They'll, dude, as soon as you they understand that you care about their feelings, they'll trust you to do whatever whatever the heck yeah. you think is right. <laughs> Sounds like you had a rough time on psychiatry. I'm just... I don't think it's a rough time. I'm just saying I'm learning a lot. Like, I'm learning that... Like, for example, my hair is getting long, and it doesn't look that good most days in the hospital. Like, I just know that, because it just looks, like, unruly. Mm. Dude, I noticed that... And if I was caring about the standard of a good medical student, professional medical student, I would have cut my hair already, right? How long are you trying to grow it? I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I think it looks trash. Like, I need a haircut or I need to, like, trim it a little bit. We're going to do a man bun or something, but, like, it's at a weird point right now. It is at a weird point. You let a fucking girl from Scooby-Doo, bro, with the glasses? Dude, I, yes. And I look like him, too. <laughs> but Shaggy. Yeah. I I'll, I'll get off my, my soapbox. <laughs> that was a good, that was an important one. You know, a nice little thoughtful reflection there. Do you have anything else you would like to discuss? I, I want a peanut butter jelly sandwich right, right about now. It's all that's been on my mind. Okay. Um, this, this was tough, bro. This was tough. tough I had a fun time tonight, um, and this is a good way to cap it. Uh, thanks for listening again. Really appreciate it. If you liked this episode, if you listened all the way through, like it. And if you enjoyed having Bra on the show, comment, please. Um... To all my two fans out there. <laughs> we love you. Uh, we love you. Uh, thanks again. Catch you tomorrow.